The AFL draft gets underway on the 20th and the 21st. Our good friend Kevin Shifter Sheehan has released his best midfielders in the world. Well, they are. In the world. Are, yes. And I've gone through it, Roach. I can only find three South Aussies in there. Hello, Shifter. <laughs> yeah, Kimbo the Roots, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. No, we, hey, it is we the love world. it. I think I've popped in an Irishman, haven't I? Can oh, we have yes. Scandal? Well, it is the world then. Uh, that would be uh, <laughs> Elon <laughs> McElom. <laughs> How do you say his name? Yeah, yeah Ian. Ian, as in Ian, Ian. yeah, Ian, really. Ian McElom. Exactly, yeah. A boy from Northern Ireland, in fact, that uh, we bring four boys out. Well, most years we do, sometimes at the end of the year for the combine, sometimes earlier in the year. But, uh, yeah, he was one of those that tested very impressively as a as a young 18-year-old. And, of course, they're not quite in the draft. They're, they can be signed at any stage. And so, uh, uh, yeah, they come on as rookies, as Category Bs, they're known as. And uh, there's already been three signed already this year. And, uh, yep, good to have a, it, at least it... a, a pathway for the next Zach Tui. Is that just an open field? Whoever gets in first can claim. Yeah. First wow. Exactly. Good. That's the way it operates, and um, certainly uh, Adelaide have been Adelaide have been uh, you know very active in that space, haven't yeah, they? Yeah. Mark Keane they grabbed yeah. in the last mm. twelve months, and yeah, looking for yeah, it's a bit of a free shot at it, a free kick mm. at the back end if you like. Yeah, um, yeah and the half a dozen clubs and all there are pretty interested in uh, what might be available over that way. Now, Kevin, have you got a, mid- a oh, sorry, have you got a midfielder who's good at scoring? Because there's a couple of clubs who need midfielders who can score. Every club needs midfielders mm. that hit the scoreboard. Oh, well, you're not going to get him, I'm sorry, but the yeah, Harley no, Reid can do all of that. 73 is not going to work. There's, yeah. not, <laughs> there's not much that this kid can't yeah. do. The, the boy that will probably go number one, but he's a, yeah, he can play anywhere. And that's that's what you want as many of these boys. There's some versatility. Uh, so you've got options up your sleeve, but this boy... Uh, well, he, he kicked 100 goals, young Harley wow. Reid, when he's 14 years of age. Um, and then we started to hear of him in his 16th year, which is three years ago now. And the kids uh, dominate. What people mightn't appreciate is he, he's, he's played five games of senior footy over this way. The way it works is that he played for the Australian under-18s in gather round over there against, it was the Port Power Sandful side, mm. was Australia's best player, played three quarters, 22 disposals, right up to the level then and then he was allowed to push up he, he comes from a place called Tongala in country Victoria a place for Bendigo in what's called the Coats League over here for under 18s but was allowed to play at both Carlton uh, and at Essendon in the mm. in the state league over here and was in the best couple of players on the ground in those three games Gee, as well be. so he's handled every step up so can and so and as I say you, yeah. you, you've seen a lot of number one draft picks in your time you've seen every one of them uh, how do you yeah. rank him then well, uh, he's as well prepared as anyone has been. I liken him to, um, well, to many players, but like a little bit of Luke Hodge about his manner. He's unfazed by it all. He just gets on with it, can play anywhere and just plays well all the time. You know, Luke Hodge is a kid at 16 and a half, 17, was playing centre-half forward in the mm. in the under-18s over here as a, as a 16 and a half-year-old, you know, just way ahead of his time precocious talent, that's the way you describe this kid, precocious unfazed by it all, ready to run, uh, you know can, and where they play him across half back and, or playing forward or in the midfield he's able to cope with all those sorts of roles and, and he's still growing physically, uh, coming from a country town, he's still got massive upside training wise, he'd have to drive to Bendy a long way away, hour and a half away to, 
to train and wasn't there three nights a week or anything. He'd be there probably one on average a week, sometimes twice. But So he's still got plenty of improvement in him when he gets into a professional environment. So that's why he's all the rage to be the number one. There's some pretty other good midfielders if you look through the list there. Oh, there other is. Good, uh, a kid called McKirch is very, very good. Uh, a kid called uh, Sanders. Uh, Riley Sanders was a star in the national championships. Those boys would be top tens as well. Um, McCurch is a bit like Zach Merritt. He's a lefty, mm. zip, zip. He just can't lay a glove on him, basically. He's, he slips through the midfield and he's a goal kicker, which you wanted. Uh, but again, uh, you know, I don't think Adelaide, unless they can trade up, can get near those sorts of boys that need to trade up into top 10. You've got a couple of choices there in the team. They could potentially package them and try and get up to six or seven well, let's to try and grab one of those sorts of boys. Shifter, let's yep. have a look at these South Australians that you've named. Mm. As I said, there's only three. We yep. spoke to one. We had him on the show yesterday. That's Kane McCall, if you just mentioned left footers. Yeah. Uh, there, there's big raps on, on yep. this lad. Tony Bamford spoke very highly of him. Where do you expect him to go? Yeah, yeah. it's hard to, to place him. He goes. I've got him. I'll certainly by next week we'll put out I'll put out my what I think is a top forty anyway certainly clearly in there for mine okay. maybe it's in the thirties or it could be in the mid twenties but he's a bit like Jack Crisp I like him you know the, the Collingwood left footer powerful strong midfielder that can play half back uh, and he tested surprisingly well with that power so you haven't quite seen it exactly in the way he plays yet but gee so it's untapped he's quite quick um, his speed was up in the top ten that were tested. Uh, he's got a lovely natural leap as well. So a boy, um, you know, that I think uh, he, a central Augusta boy that, yeah, again, will improve in the professional environment, in my view. It was a, a good, strong performer for SA in the national championships. Uh, and he's at North Adelaide, of course. Yeah, he presented himself well yesterday when we had a chat. What I really like is, and these uh, 40-odd players or so that you've listed here, you've named uh, this year's McGarry medalist Harry Grant from Central District Football Club. Yeah. So you think he's good enough yeah. to get another opportunity? Well, I, I think that uh, all you can do is present yourself in great nick. Uh, the back half of his year is outstanding, wins the McGarry, and then comes to the combine and tests really well. Mm. You're impressed by him. His agility was elite. His endurance was right there too, uh, just over the uh, the six minutes for his 2K, which indicates that, you know, a month after the season's over, he's, uh, he's ready to run. Um, yeah, love the way he's improved over three years. He's, he's got nearly 50 games under his belt mm. now at, uh, uh, at Sandfall level. So an experienced um, midfielder, smaller player, that doesn't matter. He gets his hands on it, he's clean, works hard, mm. and he, uh, he deserves to be right in the mix with the, with the draft coming up. So it's great to see boys that persevere, that keep working at their game. And, and, uh, yeah, it doesn't always arrive for someone in their 17th or 18th year. It can be, as this boy is in his 22nd year, that uh, he starts to uh, play to his absolute potential. Yep, that'll be a feel-good story. The other South Aussie you had was Lucas Slade from Sturt. Yeah, yeah, like the way he goes about it, because he's a boy that can play both on the inside uh, or on the outside, out in the wing. Uh, and, uh, you know, acquits himself very, very well. Did so in all the national games, playing on the best kids from right around Australia, and again, tested very, very soundly too. So athletically, he's good enough. Um, he wins plenty of the ball. He's got great footy. I'd call it just his IQ of footy now, so is terrific. So knows how to play the game, and just progressing it there at Sturt. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he's in with a chance for sure. Fastest midfielder in the field. You've done all the testing. You know what the result are. Who is the fastest? Who could add speed immediately to an AFL list? 
Yeah, that's the kid O'Driscoll, um, Aidan O'Driscoll. That, that name's already known to the Frio fans at least because yeah. Nathan, his brother, is over there at Frio. Well, this kid, he actually had a little fracture in his back when he tested. Oh. He didn't know. He had a sore back and he didn't want to tell anyone, so he yeah. kept it quiet and was only tested after he went home and they found there was a little stress mm. fracture there. But he was that determined to show what he could do that he sprinted up, broke the... It was about a 287, I think, his speed, and then was in the, the top half a dozen or so for endurance. So he wanted to wow. show his athletic qualities, knowing that, that that might make a difference. It'll make people stand up and have a look at him. Mm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that he did uh, with those impressive efforts. And uh, he's a real chance to get onto the list, okay. now, whether it's a late draft call. Yeah. Where's he, where's he play? He's only 175 centimetres. He's not big. And yeah. his, his sister Wing plays or for Fremantle. Small forward. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So his brother's taller, far taller, but he's uh, his sister there at Frio as well. So the, mm. the the three of them might end up in the AFL, which is which would be a fantastic result. But yeah, on the wing, he's got as you say that uh, that outlet that we, well the clubs need these days. And a guy that sticks pretty wide and uses his great attributes, which are his, mm. his speed, his endurance, to be that outlet player, uh, the run and carry player, or he can play as that small forward. Uh, so he's got a couple of strings to his bow, bow in terms of his playing positions. But, uh, again, he, he presented himself so well that gives you a chance. And uh, he's left nothing in the tank. Is the National Under-18, that competition, what we well, we used to know as the TAC Cup, is that still the greatest nursery for these draft picks at the moment? Well, it, at the end of the day, it's it's the best way to compare. Yeah. You know, the nursery really is your state leagues. That's where the yeah. kids learn their... You know, through their community club, then into their state league, learn their craft, but then to show them off, there's four games a year, you know, where they get mm. to play against the other uh, terrific young players from around the country and get tested. And, and I've got that different format now where the, our eyes for the last seven or eight years have played yes. against SAWA yes. and the yes. two Vicks. So all the best are in the one comp. There's 160 odd that play. And I'd think that, you know, most of those drafted will be out of that comp. The eighty-five percent of those drafted will have played and performed at a reasonable level uh, in front of all of the scouts against the best kids in the country. So that's the proving ground, if you like. Yep. Shifter, we'll give see. us your one, two, three. Who goes one, two, and three? Yeah, well, number one, I've got to go for performers here. Well, read one. Yeah. Yep. Now, I'd say that the kid Walter from the Gold Coast. He's the other back-to-back All Australian at the mm-hmm. level we're talking about national under eighteen. So I've got a rank him as the second best player. And then, uh, look, I'd throw in McKercher as the other, the Tasmanian kid with the speed, the line-breaking speed. Uh, again, was ran a place in the Lark medal for the best and fairest of the national championship. And with that speed, he might edge out Sanders, who's the other Tasmanian boy that's an inside midfielder. So there's four there, but I'd stick with McKercher probably as the third. And so they're, yeah, they're exciting players and as good as we've seen in recent years. Mm. And in terms of, again, the, the searching questions and testing that the AFL mm. clubs go to, what, what have you noticed this year? What, what is really standing out about what the clubs are asking about the young talent? Well, the, the thing they dig, and it mightn't be of me, but if, 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 uh, you know, they dig to see whether they'll do the work, okay. basically. So yeah. they, they want to know whether... When it gets tough, mm-hmm. they get injured, they get dropped, or yep. it's going to take them two years to get in the seniors, not, not two weeks. Uh, will they work their way through that? So that's the that's in so all of their the interviews. Psych testing be, sort of stuff that's going on now. We, we, they might psych test, but they might ask the school teacher or the oh, coach yeah, or his yeah, mate. Or yeah. they 
they might ask ten people trying to find yeah. out uh, what the makeup of the individual is. You know, have no, they got the steely yeah. resolve of a yeah. of a Lockie Neal? You know, where you're that focused, mm. and you're going to do all of the work on your craft to the level that you're going to get the best out of yourself, or will you just uh, you know just be a little bit you know, cautious around that and just have an excuse at some point along the way. So they're trying to see how resilient and tough they are yeah, in their yeah. mindset to, yeah. to work their way through it. Because it's, uh, it's not gifted to them. Once they get drafted, it's only the start, isn't it? Yeah, and they've then got to become a player. Mm. Um, yeah, and so that's that's what they're trying to find out. Shifter, always great to chat to you. It's only 11 days away. We'll hold you to that. Number one, Harley Reid. Number two, Walter. Number three, McKercher. We love chatting you. Good on you, Kev. Okay, thanks for having us, guys. No, we love it. Talk. 11 days away, Roots. Uh, a lot more sleepless nights for all those youngsters.